0: Hello
1: everyone and welcome to the Art World Podcast. This is Jenny Danielson and a special edition in collaboration with Royale Projects. It's connected to a special exhibition called If You Steal My Sunshine California Abstraction Now. So we're about to listen to an interview with Chelsea Boxwell and afterwards we will hear from Rick Royale when he will talk about the exhibition. So how about we start with abstraction? What does abstraction mean to you?
0: To me, it means that I am not painting with a conceptualization beforehand. My paintings are about the painting, the action, and the just physical act of painting, not about what's on the painting. So if I'm not thinking about what's on the painting, then it's called abstraction.
1: And how do you go about from a concept into the final work that we see?
0: Uh, I the, the concept vision. comes in after the painting is finished. The only concept is when I'm visualizing and installing the piece. So when I'm painting, there is, I have no idea what's going to happen.
1: And then, but you end up with something, of course. And then in this case, you were invited to a group exhibition did you come here and then you install the piece on site
0: yes yes all the pieces are site specific and this piece in this show will only exist in this piece in this show how would you describe it um i describe this one as a hanging multi-dimensional painting
1: and how do you go about thinking about how you put it from the ceiling like you have you know, to have the height, you need to attach it to the ceiling one way or the other. Right.
0: So that's why it's very site-specific. So I never really know how it's going to hang um, or what it's going to look like until I'm in the space. And it depends on the space how I decide to hang it. Um, and I just always try to install the pieces in a way that allows the viewers to see as much of the piece as possible. So... I I just want you to see as much as possible because the piece is as much of the painting process as you can see as possible, if that makes sense.
1: It makes total sense, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, of course it does. And So when you work on the piece, when you actually make the
0: canvas, do you work from both sides as well? I do, and I work on unprimed canvas, so I allow for the painting to seep through to the other side oh yeah of course that makes sense and then you
1: install it in a way that we can see as much as possible of that yes
0: yes and this piece specifically here is kind of another variation of another installation I did before and it was just opened a little bit more and you could actually go inside of it Mm. so in that case you could really see almost all of it
1: interesting can we talk about a color as well? Yes. Because I have obviously done my research and I know that pink <laughs> yes. is a different yes. color. And you, I mean, you work yes. with pink as a color, but mm-hmm. also the word you've used it in pink, different. Yes. yes, pink. Yes. So
0: let's talk about pink. Okay. So that really came up organically and I kind of just decided to roll with it. I was using pink a lot. I love pink. I love color color itself is probably the most important thing in my work and then pink started to become very relevant and I just got an opportunity to do a very large installation outside suspended above your heads it was like 40 feet in the air and I decided I was going to make it as pink as possible and I just liked the idea of This, you know, the girly color pink and the like light femininity to it um, being something massive. So I wanted that kind of difference there to kind of battle out within itself. And then I named it um, Pink It's Not Even a Question, the first one, um, which is a line from an Aerosmith song that's titled Pink. I don't know if you know that song. I do. Yeah, yeah. And just the whole song is a different line with pink, what pink can be, all these different things that pink can be and represent. And just my idea of making something really big in pink made me think of that song. And I've titled other works after songs. So then because of that installation, I received two more opportunities following it to do different variations of the same piece. And I used a lot of the same um, pieces, each in a different way, because every time it's site-specific, So I just decided to title each one a different line from that song. And coincidentally, this exhibition here at Royal Projects is part of the same piece, but I wasn't sure what to title it. I didn't want to title it after the pink again, but then when Rick told me that he was titling this exhibition after a song, I and this piece is site-specific to this exhibition, so I titled this piece a line from that song, from the If You Steal My Sunshine song. It makes so much sense,
1: <laughs> you know.
0: Um, but um, do you listen to music? I do. Music is a really uh, important part in my life. Yeah, music and art.
1: And you listen to music when you time. create these works as well. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you think we could see the rhythm?
0: Or Maybe. is that obvious to
1: you afterwards? Uh,
0: it's not. It's not obviously obvious to me at all. But the part that ties it together for me is that I paint... Um, with an optimistic kind of viewpoint, like painting makes me happy. So I'm not, I always say like, I don't paint about my emotions, but if I am emotional or angry, I, I go into the studio and paint and I'm, I'm no longer angry anymore. It just takes that away. So it's optimistic. And that's the same reason I listen to music. So I listen to positive music. I like listening to music to lift my mood. That's interesting that you, you channel... Who,
1: whatever you're feeling and you go into the studio because that's, 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 what, that's the only thing you need to do. You have to drag yourself to the studio. Yeah. Right? Right. Because then it and will sort I,
0: of... It absolutely changes my mood. If I, and that's why I paint the way that I paint. So I go in there to paint something positive and optimistic. So throwing pink and glitter around is you, like you can't not smile when you're doing that. That's amazing. <laughs> so, but, so how do you go about
1: finding the materials that you work with?
0: So... So materiality to me is really about the color as well. Materials, it's just color. So I've always been obsessed with color. I've always been obsessed with painting. I used to love to mix up my own colors. And then I kind of discovered house paint, um, especially for the like texture of it and the ability to pour it and splatter it and the way that it um, seeps through the canvas as well. So it's very obvious onto the other side. So I started just getting house paint, and you can get that in, you know, any color you can possibly imagine. And then um, the California or the downtown Los Angeles fashion district, I went there one time into the textile section, and those fabrics and sequins and colors and patterns, they just kind of, like, spoke to me the same way the colors and paints do. And so when I put a big piece of shiny pink fabric on a painting, to me, it's like paint I'm it's like if I wanted to just cover the canvas in pink paint but I can I can do it with this fabric
1: and is that how you, you go around the world and you find colors
0: yeah that yeah. you
1: are drawn to I'm always very for, drawn to
0: colors yeah and then I use the sequins and you bring those back to
1: the studio yeah. and that becomes yeah your...
0: so some of those the, like the sequin pieces those are real you know tangible objects kind of more than just color but I don't know, I just bring it into the painting. And then I also like I think of the glitter and the sequins as like exaggerating the color and making it more active.
1: And I was thinking about the title of the show and California and Abstraction and Now. So how are you connected to history? Do you have do you have an idea about what's coming
0: well I would say that um, my whole process right now everything that I paint the way that I paint it is because of Los Angeles so I I was born and raised in Texas I lived there for 26 years before I moved here four years ago and all of this that I'm doing now was inspired through living here
1: that is I mean that is really in itself quite interesting
0: I definitely think I would have taken a completely different path if I lived somewhere else and was surrounded by something different. Do you have any idea what is this though? What is it about Los Angeles that you pick up on? Can you well, I was that? very, I was very immediately immersed in the arts culture here because I moved here uh, to go to grad school for art. So I was just immediately in grad school surrounded by artists going to art shows in the art world in LA. So the, I think that Color is a popular topic right now in Los Angeles art. And LA is definitely the place with artists experimenting, I think, and especially when I was in school and I was surrounded by a community of people experimenting. I just felt like that's all I needed to do, just experiment and do whatever I could possibly do. So I feel like I kind of had the opportunity to try to do something crazy. Um, so and and
1: where do you see yourself now are you still within that community because now we're after grad school right Right. and i am
0: a little bit actually i'm really involved with my school and i'm still close to quite a few people and another artist in this show went to my grad school as well a year after me uh and i i knew her from there um but i'm really involved in the la art world and have a lot of artist friends I think I'm just kind of surrounded by art and fashion and lights all the time. Do you think you'll stay here? I don't know. I do really like it here. I really like California as well. I could see myself moving somewhere else, but I don't know right now. It's
1: all about the opportunity as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you, you do have
1: a studio and you work a lot.
0: Yes yes
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the best that's yes. the best thing you can do yes
0: yeah all I can do is keep painting so, yeah. yeah okay
1: so I I think I've, I've actually gone through pretty much what I wanted to okay um, we've talked about your work and that's really what I'm interested in <laughs> and we talked about California because I think that's important mm-hmm. too that I mean this exhibition is drawn together because you're all here
0: yes I think yeah. California definitely has an influence on you on anyone, when, if they come here, grow up here, live here?
1: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And I think from my perspective, coming from Europe, just the fact that everything is so
0: new. Okay, right.
1: No buildings are old. Right. Everything right. is new. And, and the art scene is also kind of new, and people exactly. don't really know how to do things, so they just do things. Everyone
0: is just experimenting.
1: Constantly. Yeah. And it's something extremely refreshing coming from Europe. Yes a culture where we always know how to restore things and we know how to do things where this here, people just do stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I I, I feel very inspired by that. I do too. Yes. California had a big influence on me and the, just LA in general is an inspiration. I think it's a really odd place as well. I think it has the same optimistic attitude as I was describing earlier. Like I feel optimistic living in LA. I feel, you know, I feel like opportunities are endless.
1: And that's also true. I mean, anything can happen. Yeah. And, and people come here with their dreams and their aspirations. And, right. and things can actually happen right here in, in a way that can, I don't know, maybe New York. But it, right. I don't know. I have a feeling that this is kind of a part of the new world rather than the old world. Like East Coast, Europe, that's the old world. Right. <laughs> this is a bit on the other side. I might be wrong there. but I could see that. Yeah, I can totally see how things change. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with who are you?
2: I'm Rick Royale. We are at Royal Projects in downtown Los Angeles.
1: Would you say something about the current exhibition? How did it come about?
2: Um, I wanted to do an exhibition uh, bringing some new artists into the space. And there were a couple of artists that I thought would be interesting to show together. Instead of doing a, a typical kind of research the way we would have done on other artists for this group show, what I thought would be interesting is to look at social media and see what we found visually out there, because obviously that is the way that a lot of people are looking at art now. So I put this challenge out to myself and um, my wife and to Nicolette, and we pulled together a group of artists that we just thought visually worked well together that were interesting to us, and then we started looking into the artists. Which is sort of saw often almost backwards the way that you would do it. You'd know the artist first, and then look at the work. One of the things that we found very curious was the commonalities between the artists that we were looking at. Many of them were women. Many of them had some sort of connection to California, whether that was they were living here, born here, had been on a residency here, etc. Um, so that brought further questions to what this exhibition was going to be and it really grew from there and i think at the end it it ended up being interesting that we brought six different artists who really had no uh, obvious connection to each other but yet they had some sort of a cohesive kind of voice within their practices
1: and also interesting that these artists did not know of each other beforehand
2: True. True, exactly, exactly. After we selected a group of artists, we ended up obviously meeting them and, and sort of interviewing them, essentially, um, and visiting the studios when possible. One of the things that came out in these sort of interviews was these connections that that weren't obvious. Like uh, we asked one artist, uh, you know, what are, what are these sort of new artists that you're inspired by? And she had mentioned an artist's name, that we end up looking into and it turns out that one of the artists of the show had done a two-person show with that artist so there's all these kind of cross connections that i think that yeah became very interesting in the end
1: and i think we need to, to say something about the title what is the title of the exhibition
2: sure sure um if you steal my sunshine california abstraction now we have uh, historically we often would title our group shows with songs just because it creates sort of a thematic uh, approach uh, the songs would often there'd be elements of the songs that we would be trying to capture within the exhibition so this became a bit of a challenge because the exhibition created the theme so we were just gonna call it something else and, and not worry about this song and then initially in almost in joking um, I suggested this particular song so for those of you familiar with the song Um, it was a kind of one-hit wonder in the 90s. It became sort of a um, summer hit, right? Um, Obviously, the sunshine was the point of reference because of California and the brightness of the exhibition. Um, But as we thought more and looked more into the song, there's actually, it really I feel is a very, very interesting sort of thematic approach to it because sort of the elements of the song itself were very diverse. It was sort of indie rock and sort of uh, rap, hip-hop, I guess, uh, um, disco, some electronic music, all just jammed into this song without any sort of care. It was also kind of structured after an 80s pop tune. It was a sister and brother duo, so 50% of the narrative is from a woman's perspective. And it ended up echoing sort of the um, unspoken ethic, in a way, of some of these artists' approach to their own practices in the sense that they're bringing from other sources, but they're not necessarily being... um, directly referential, or even reverential of that work. It's really just, oh, here's a material, here's an an aesthetic that I can use. Um, So I thought that was really interesting. And then I think that the other interesting thing is that the song, though it's a really poppy and positive, fun song, there's a sort of a threat to it. It's like, life, you know, would be bad if you steal my sunshine, right? And and if you really dig into some of the... It's kind of an abstract song. The the narrative isn't Overt and people have read a lot into it over time, as people do, right? What is this, especially because it's a brother sister talking and whether that's intended. uh, But the idea, this song itself, uh, like I said, though though there's a hugely positive feel to it, there is this looming threat. And I think that that's something that also I found interesting about these artists. The work feels very bright and very positive. And I mean, there's pink and glitter and neon colors but um we're also in a time that and particularly for women that it is a it's a contentious moment i think that's the right way of saying that it that also i think has a sort of a resonance to that song title or that song itself
1: so how, how has it been working in this way? Is it approach that you would like to expand on? I mean, is it, cause it, like you said, this is kind of backwards in a way. And, and ultimately you're using material that is out there. Someone put it out there on Instagram and there's an algorithm somehow that has made this come about considering this is an art gallery and we think about the art galleries working with a specific group of artists and you have recurrent shows, this is something completely different.
2: Yeah, yeah. We do do these exhibitions from time to time to kind of explore, right? We've done um, a number of, sort of historically, a number of group shows where we have explored sort of corners of aspects. We did a series a number of years back where we went into Los Angeles, did a ton of studio visits, sort of back to back, and put a couple of group shows together, out of those visits, some of those artists we've ended up representing from that time. So there is a sense where um, I think it's really important for us to continue to explore and not get too kind of set in our ways on things. So I think that is consistent to uh, to what we do, but the way we went about it, like I said before, it was like, oh, hear about the artists, go to the studios, then look at the work. Right, Mm, it's sort of mm. um, this is look at the work, then go to the artist, and then you know hopefully go to the studio. (laughs) You know, so it's kind of it's it is backwards. Would we continue doing it? I don't know that we wouldn't continue doing it. I I I don't have immediate plans to go and do another exhibition on that. Although I could change my mind tomorrow on that because it's been really super to work with this group of artists. Um, It's definitely brought. I joke sort of internally that there's been more questions asked as opposed to answered from this exhibition, so that means there's more to dig into. There, I mean, we looked essentially at painting, you know, although that may be somewhat loosely defined. That's how we approached this, so we didn't even really um, approach sculpture, other media, um, you know, quite intentionally, but so I think there is that, it could be explored. You know, my relationship with social media is is different. I'm not I'm not wildly active on it. It's something that both in posting and in following. I'm not really. That's. I mean, I I use it. You know, obviously we all use it probably to a certain extent, but it's not something that's a super active part of my like daily life. So to activate it as a tool has been interesting to me. Um, you know, to go and spend that time on uh, primarily Instagram with that intention, I think was interesting. So that may be, I'm uh, curious to kind of look more at that.
1: Is there anything we could say about the California abstraction now? Is there is there, is there? is there, I mean, is that a bit too much to sort of describe what's happening in, in California LA art at the moment? Maybe that's a, yeah, it's too it's much.
2: It's a very, Big statement. It's not really intended to say that this is all of what's happening in California now, which I think is one of the things about the song title. With those, it, it does counter, balance a little bit. The title is the theme. You know, the title of the song is the theme, and the California abstraction now explains why it's connected. I guess it's. I mean. Uh, You know, it's very difficult to do. And, and, you know, there are a number of um, curators, particularly, who try to do these big surveys of, like, what is happening in a city or in a state or in a whatever country in a moment. And inevitably, it's an impossible dream, probably, but I think it's a worthy pursuit.
1: Of course. And I think it's interesting that you try. I mean, at least you go out in the world and you have a look at many, many things and then you try to draw some sort of conclusion. It's yeah. very hard to say something about the now we're in.
2: Yeah, and I think you know it's interesting. Obviously, this exhibition is is all women. It wasn't intended to be a, a woman show and we didn't want to frame it that way. Um, but there was no question through our research that was what was... There was primarily... Uh, the source of the excitement we were viewing uh, was being created by women. So that's say there, there's something there. Um, I, I don't think I could say, oh, this is California abstraction. Now there's no male painters in California, <laughs> right? So That'd that be we, wrong. <laughs> yeah. So obviously that's a completely absurd statement. Um, uh, so that was that was never the intention. I think it, uh, when we use a... a a term like that it really is like these people are in california making abstract work now
1: <laughs> and i say thank you very very much for putting the show together
2: thank you for having us on your podcast <laughs> thank you so
1: much